Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. As someone who lives for politics, when a major scandal unfolds, it was shocking. I have to know what were they thinking? Backroom deals, huge amounts of money, CIA secrets, sets off a firestorm in Washington, affairs. No way this guy's got a mistress. Corruption. I knew I was a dead man. Warning it's even messier than you thought. United States of Scandal with Jake Tapper, Sunday at 9 on CNN. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you. Because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just 348 With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. It's a great day to be alive, and it's a great day to be a better. Welcome inside to the VSIN studios here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. This is VSIN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds, a live betting extravaganza tour. If you don't have a bet leading up to the game, We'll try to find you one over the course of the next three hours. Make sure to hit us up on Twitter, at VEASAN Live is where you can find the show, at Wes Reynolds 1 is where you can find Wes, at Femi Abebefe is where you can find me. And also use the hashtag VEASAN Live Bet. If you have a bet or a question, we'll discuss it over the next three hours. Coming up, Matt Grill, DraftKings Trading Manager, will join us in 15 minutes, one of the most important segments we do each and every week. Matt will give us all the latest on the college football bowl games with bowl season just three days away. Big night in the NBA with a couple of national TV games as well. Warriors-Bucks currently in progress, and then Celtics-Lakers tipping off at the top of the hour. We'll also have our eyes on college basketball with Memphis and Alabama set to tip off in a matter of moments. But first, Wes, is there a live bet that we can make right now? Uh, just looking here uh, as we get some games good at halftime. Uh, let me see what I have here. Uh, nothing for me on the NBA uh, so far. Uh, co- college has been a some good big margins in the NBA. Yeah, uh, 101 to 83 now. Sacramento trailing. 
the Philadelphia 76ers. And that's the one where it's like, I don't want too much margin because I do have a prop that I got to check on right now. Yeah, I have James Harden over 21 and a half points. Uh, that might end up being my first loser of the night with an 18-point lead. Harden, by the way, has 14 assists as well. So I should have played the pra instead of the points, mm-hmm. but I have over 21 and a half. So 101-83. And look, the Kings, not a very good defense. So you still may see some of the starters out there because the Kings, the Kings can score in a hurry. So you might see that. And then uh, right now we have the Bucks over the Warriors, 82-59. Didn't know really what to do at that game. Golden State, of course, off that big win over Boston on Saturday where Boston was trying to pay him back. The NBA Finals rematch. Boston does not get it done. Didn't get it done the next night against the Clippers. We'll see how they do against the Lakers tonight. I have a Giannis prop over five and a half assists. He's at four assists right now. 21 and 10, only seven of 21 from the floor, though, for Giannis. But without Drew Holiday, Milwaukee, no problem with the dub so far. Yeah, it's been really good. Giannis has been playing well. Chris Middleton, 15 points in that game, 5 of 10 shooting. Bobby Portis, 14 points off the bench to go along with 8 rebounds. Portis, man, big night for him, 7 of 9 from the field. And this is one of those games that it's kind of an NBA Finals preview. You get the last two champions in the NBA with the Bucks and the Warriors, and maybe we'll see these two teams battle it out come June next year. But right now, has there been anything that surprised you with what you've seen? Because you mentioned Drew Holiday is out, mm-hmm. but the Bucks have had no issue well, replacing him. I guess surprising to see the Golden State Warriors ever shoot like less than 36% from the floor. Yeah. Curry, by the way, 4 of 13. Clay, 5 of 13. Jordan Poole, 4 of 15. Uh, uh, who missed tonight? Okay, Wiggins missed tonight, mm-hmm. so he's out for Golden State. That's so. like a game that you can play every night in the NBA. Who missed tonight? Yeah, exactly, uh, and Drew Holiday out, but it is uh, uh, Carter uh, out of West Virginia, and Grayson Allen got the start in the backcourt tonight. But uh, Bobby Portis, 14 off the bench, Middleton with 15. Giannis shooting 7-21, and the fact that they're still up 21 points on the defending world champions. Yeah, it's really impressive stuff. The defensive metrics for the Bucks have been really good so far this season. Just Lopez, I believe, is one of the favorites to be the defensive player mm-hmm. of the year in the NBA, which is kind of crazy. I know, I know Mitch it. Moss. I think he's been tracking that in terms of the blocks prop for Brooke Lopez. Mm-hmm. I don't know how. It's been going over a lot. I don't have the exact numbers uh, uh, before me, but I know, uh, you know, Mitch and Paul are very good on follow the money at finding something like that, that there's like an angle like this team's gone over in the first period 14 straight times mm-hmm. in hockey. Like they are very good at doing that and sticking with a trend until it eventually ends. But, uh, you know, make a lot of money, I guess, if you can get on a run with one of those things. So they're usually very good in their audience, very good at pointing those out as well. No, most definitely. Uh, tonight, Lopez has two blocks here, plus 20, his plus minus right now out there on the court. But we're about to get this Bama Memphis game underway here, Wes. Anything for you, side or total? I'm trying to find an up-to-date line right now to get the most recent numbers in this contest. But Alabama, of course, coming off of that big win over Houston. I'm seeing the Crimson Tide laying 7.5 total, 152.5. Yeah, nothing for me as of now. Obviously, Alabama off beating number one Houston in where Houston, you know, was jacked for the rematch because they thought that they got screwed on that goaltending call in Tuscaloosa last year. Didn't happen, but if you remember Alabama, very kind of a somewhat similar spot to last year when Alabama had just beaten Houston, then they were going to Memphis, and Memphis was absolutely terrible. They had lost four straight, and then Memphis goes ahead and beats them in a buy-low spot. But Memphis this year actually kind of looks a little bit competent. 
They're not as good in the rim without Jalen Duran, who, of course, uh, was a lottery pick, first-round pick in the NBA draft. But <clears throat> this is an 8-2 and two Tigers team off their own big win. By the way, they handled Auburn on Saturday, 82-73. I think that was an Auburn team that was undefeated. They beat them on a neutral down in Atlanta. So you got two teams off big wins. You don't have the one team you can go against. So I didn't really know what, what to do with it here. Obviously, athletes go war up and down the floor, like, you know, on, on both sides of the ball. Both of these teams, they like to play a little bit fast. Alabama maybe a little faster in tempo, but both these teams will turn it over. So you'll see some head-scratching plays if you're watching this game <laughs> and also follow in along with us here on VEASAN Live Bet tonight. You'll see some really terrible shots. You'll see some turnovers, but you'll see some very athletic plays as well. Uh, uh, Tide try to run a lot of pick and roll, but Memphis pretty good at defending that. Now they got to, you know, be careful of overhelping because they leave themselves vulnerable to offensive rebounds. And Alabama's got the dudes that can go get offensive boards. Yeah, Memphis is, they're always an intriguing team with, uh, with Penny Hardaway. Yeah. Just with the, how much <clears throat> they recruit and the talent that they get in there. If yeah. they're ever able to put it all together with the season, and yeah. they kind of were at the end of last year, they just had to end up facing Gonzaga in the second round of the tournament. The, this is a good team, they, they got though, some guys. and this is a lot more of a veteran team. This isn't the team, obviously, last year when you had uh, uh, Jalen Duran and you had uh, uh, the the other freshman. Well, they had Bates, Bates and then he Bates, and then yeah. and then he left, and uh, you know had all these five star guys and whatnot. Now they're a little bit older. If you look at this Memphis lineup, I believe they have. Uh, all five starters are seniors. Wow. So you would think this is going to be, you know, a smarter team and a more experienced team. It certainly has shown, I think, so far. They're 8-2 and two on the season. Only losses were at St. Louis, who's not a bad club, and also on a neutral to Seton Hall. But this is a team that, that beat Nebraska in that neutral tournament. I think that was down where they play. It was in uh, Orlando, okay, that ESPN Wild Boy Sports deal. Beat Stanford, beat Ole Miss, beat Auburn. So... You know, maybe Penny's kind of figuring it out because I know Penny, you know, didn't have a lot of experience as a coach and maybe would make some mistakes, but sometimes you learn how to coach and you get a, and you get better over time. So, you know, everybody's like, oh, fade Penny. He's not a, not a great coach, but, you know, maybe you're figuring it out and maybe it's better when you don't have to deal with these, you know, freshmen, uh, you know, the egos and then the, the five-star guys and you've got some veterans out there that'll play the way you want to play and play defense and play hard and, and be smarter, and that's what Memphis has done so far this year. Yeah, they, they put up Penny's uh, record there on the graphic, 67%. I mean, Yeah, I know. That's I, not I, a bad record. That's not a bad record at all. And, 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 and if you remember last year <laughs> when they took Gonzaga to the wire, they I did. think it was in the second round in the NCAA mm -hmm. tournament. Probably should have won the game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so this was the team, by the way, if you remember, they were 5-4, and four, then they upset Alabama. They were so erratic. They were 9-8. and eight. At one point in, in late January, they end up going, I believe, on a 10 and one run in that American mm -hmm. Athletic Conference in 1909, went to the final, lost to Houston, and then uh, end up bowing out in the second round. So this is a team that might not be as talented as that team. You don't have lottery picks, I don't think, on this team, but you've got experience and you've got veteran leadership. And, you know, it's like Mike Bray at Notre Dame always says, get old, stay old. Yeah, might be his most complete team. Uh, let's ping pong back to the NBA real quick because we do have a game that's about to tip off in a matter of moments between the New Orleans Pelicans and the Utah Jazz. Pelicans laying to the total in this game, 232.5, and, and it feels like it's been Pelicans week after what mm -hmm. we saw last week with them beginning the two 
big time wins over the Phoenix Suns. Yeah, and and I, and I did I did not play it. I would have maybe leaned Utah, but what I did play. I'm on like America's prop tonight. It seems like I took Zion Williamson <laughs> yeah, you did. over 27 Let's and a half go. points. I hit on him uh, earlier in the week, so I am going to do it. And look, Love when it. everybody's lined up, man, that's when it seems like we all lose. But I went over on on the Zion Williamson prop. Let's I just think going. this guy, I think, is figuring it out right now, and I think. His teammates are responding to him. He obviously makes them a substantially more dangerous team. Laurie Markkinen, by the way, he is going to be back in the lineup for the Utah Jazz. They've missed him for a few games. So I thought the number was about right on the side. I thought you could have made a convincing case either way. But I I think it's like six of the last seven for Zion. So hopefully he makes it seven of the last eight. I'm on the over 27 and a half. Pelicans are the hottest team in the NBA, riding a seven-game win streak. They have the best record in the Western Conference. And the reason why I'm so excited for West betting on Zion over on the points problem is because I have that MVP ticket mm-hmm. from the offseason that's 60-1. to one. Well, was, let's hope he goes for 40 around. tonight. Oh, man, just I, – I, I'll, I'll take a 40-point game. I was shopping around and seeing kind of what the prices were now for Zion. I'm seeing some 20-to-1s out there, some 30s. So it's still early, still a long mm-hmm. way to go, and we have a – a pretty good favorite right now in Jason Tatum. He's on the best team in the NBA, and there's some other guys who are ahead of Zion, but I think that if Zion continues to play the way he's been playing and this Pelicans team continues to play the way they've been playing, they're going to become the story of the NBA. And if they become the story of the NBA, I mean, Zion is one of those one-name well, stars that his his star can really Well, take remember off. this was the Jazz in that situation, I think, a couple of years ago. They want to get the number one seed, mm-hmm. New Orleans. Like, Golden State, who's been there, done that. Could Phoenix, not care less. They don't care. <laughs> yeah. They're just like, we get in, we flip the yeah. switch. Same with the Clippers, who got yeah. a big win last night they over did. Boston in that first game off a long road trip. But New Orleans is going to be a team, yeah, we want the number one seed. Let it be known, VEASAN Live Bet tonight, a pro Zion Williamson show. All right, coming up and joining us on the other side, our buddy Matt Grill, the trading manager over at DraftKings, talking a little college football. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up. Picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all. But here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds, you know, the basketball nerds, are like, you know, who's ready to catch Creighton? You don't watch Creighton. They play, and I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not never the, not gonna, the not the Big East tournament. Well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That, like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of the – Yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? You see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. 
I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals. It was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it going to, like, that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. VEASAN is the gift that keeps on giving. Become a VEASAN Pro subscriber for only $79 and get access to everything we do from now through the big dance. Sign up today and you'll also receive $20 to buy VEASAN sports betting hats, shirts, mugs, and other great gear at our online store. Only VEASAN Pro subscribers get access to our daily recap of the top plays made by VEASAN show hosts and guests. Tools like our betting splits that let you see where the money and bets are moving every game. Deep dive betting reports, plus our ongoing college bowl coverage with best bets on every bowl game. This is a limited time offer, so sign up now for the perfect sports betting holiday gift and get VEASAN Pro access through the end of March Madness at VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. You know, Wes, I oftentimes judge time passing by the reads that we have to do and what kind of deals we have and through which big event. The fact that it's now through March Madness tells me that uh, mm -hmm. we're almost to the end of 2020. Right. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, good God, where's the I, time I, I know. It, that seems so far away. And then the <laughs> but week's... But it's not. Yeah. Yeah. Because, look, uh, obviously, we're getting in the bowl season, NFL or playoffs, <laughs> Super Bowl... Everything that's going on uh, once we get to Christmas, that's when I think more people start to uh, focus on the NBA. Mm -hmm. So we'll have that all going on. Before you know it, uh, I thought you were going to say pitchers and catchers about to report. I, I, it's not right around the corner. What is that? Probably in February when those guys, it's like, it's usually like the week after the Super Bowl, right? Mm -hmm. When the pitchers and catchers report, and then all of a sudden we're off and running. With, uh, with the baseball season there. But uh, we're efforting our buddy Matt Grill from DraftKings. He should be joining us momentarily, talking a little bit of college football. But while we have some time right now, the Milwaukee Bucks continue their dominance over the Golden State Warriors, 91-72. Milwaukee's 16.5-point favorites. That total, though, 232.5 is interesting because neither team has really been super effective from beyond the arc, right. especially for the Warriors. They've been really bad just from the field in general. 
Yeah, they have been, and this did close uh, 232, actually, uh, uh, in terms of uh, the preflop. But Warriors, 91-72, you never want to cast this team off for dead, necessarily, because they can obviously get hot in a hurry. But uh, Curry, Poole, and Thompson, I believe, as I, if my math is correct, 19-45 from the field tonight. Curry, 6-17. of 17. Thompson, 5 of 13. Jordan Poole, 4 of 15. Uh, DiVincenzo, 3 of 10 off the bench. So just have not shot the ball well. And the fact that you've got Giannis at 8 for 23 and the Milwaukee Bucks are still up 93 to 72. Uh, we'll see if uh, Giannis comes out for the fourth quarter. I think he'll come out for at least some yeah. minutes. I have uh, over five and a half assists. He's at five right now. Yeah, no, I, I would anticipate Giannis coming out just because the Warriors, just because they've been shooting it poorly, doesn't mean they can't get hot. Mm-hmm. And they have two of some of the three or four best shooters to ever play basketball, right. Curry and Thompson. So I, I think it's still too much time left to be uh, going into cruise control. Uh, we are underway between the Pelicans and the Jazz about midway through the first period. And your boy, Zion, already has six points here. Mm-hmm. You have the over 27. Over 27 and a half. All right. So we're off to a good start. Three of four from the field as we're knotted up at 17. New Orleans right now laying two and a half total 242 and a half this total ended up closing 232 and we're already up 10 points higher than what this uh, ended up closing here so a lot of points anticipated as we're trending towards the over in salt lake city yeah absolutely and you you would really i think expect as much and it looks like the jazz back at full strength marking and missed a couple Mm -hmm. games conley missed a couple games last week so they have the usual starting five out there in games where they're played in high altitude like utah or denver and you get some of those fast starts where both of these teams are making their shots, and mm-hmm. we're now like we're halfway through the first quarter, and we're already ten points uh, adjusted over the closing total. Would you then look to maybe play a second half under, thinking that maybe that the guys you, get a little bit winded? You, there you, with the you could, but I think those situations I like a little bit more on the altitude, especially when it's a back to back. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's what that's what I usually like, and obviously uh, New Orleans and Utah did not play on the Monday card, so. I think that's where it's a little bit more effective. And that's the thing that's different about today's NBA that they changed, I believe, about three years ago, where they extended the season, where they started it earlier in like the second week of October instead of Halloween night or or the turn of November, November 1st. And the reason why they did that is because they wanted more rest days in between, you know, maybe to get some of these players not to rest as much anymore. That obviously (laughs) hasn't changed for some teams, but the fact that, they don't want to have all these four games and five nights and five games and seven nights. Like those used to be like the money spots. Those used mm-hmm. to be, you know, okay, you circled them on your calendar like the before the season. Okay, when is this the fourth game and five nights, especially when it's on the road? Now you don't have that as much anymore. It's become a more, I think, number oriented handicap more than it has like a situational based handicap. No, that's definitely true there uh, for this NBA season. Uh, we are also at halftime, continuing our discussion with the association. Halftime between the Phoenix Suns and the Houston Rockets. And like we always say on the show, halftime is game time here on VSIN Live Bet tonight. Uh, it's been an ugly performance here for the Phoenix Suns. They trail the Houston Rockets after 24 mm-hmm. minutes, 54 to 35. Yeah, speaking of bad shooting, wow. this is uh, uh, 11 of 50 for the Phoenix Suns in the first half. That is 22%. <laughs> Four of 24, uh, 16.7%. They did make all nine of their free throws, so they got that going for them. Uh, Devin Booker out with a hamstring tonight, and uh, we know Cam Johnson 
has been out. But look, the the Suns uh, now down to sixteen and eleven. They've had some erratic performances. Of course, the uh, the first game where CP three returned. Remember, they got blown out by Boston. They actually only lost by twenty seven last Wednesday. They were down damn near fifty in the third quarter until uh, you know they waved the white flag, and then it's subs versus subs basically. Then they lose in overtime, or they lose to the Pelicans uh, on Friday night. And then in the rematch, they lost to the Pelicans on Sunday in overtime. So 0-3 since CP3 returned and uh, might, might be heading for 0-4, 54-35. Mm-hmm. This total did go down to 224 when it was announced Devin Booker was going to miss with that hamstring injury. Uh, nine in the second half, I would expect Phoenix would get some money because the Houston Rockets... Uh, you know, this is not a very good team at 8-18. Eight and 18. They're not quite the drag of the league, but this is a very young team playing uh, Sengun and Jabari Smith and Jalen Green. You know, a lot of first and second year guys. Eric Gordon, really the uh, lone veteran in the lineup. Uh, Kevin Porter Jr., also a, a very young player. So, you know, it's EG10 and a bunch of kids, basically, in that lineup. But Houston so far so good, fifty four to thirty five. Uh, this is a no bet for me in the second half. For the total though, do you think that a Suns comeback would that be good for the over or for the under? Uh, I would think it would. I would think it would be good for the over. The, you mm-hmm. know, you got to think Houston, unless Houston just totally goes into a shell offensively. You got to think that they're going to keep scoring. Uh, but just just the the margin here, fifty four to thirty five. I think if you like the Suns, you probably correlate it with the over. Yeah, and we've seen the betting market favor the over. It opened 113 for the second half total. Uh, some places, 114 and a half. So it's already gone up a point, point and a half in, in some places here. So it, it's an interesting game just because Phoenix, you mentioned the crisp, the issues they've had since Chris Paul's return now. That's highlighted by the two games against New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And then another one of the games was against, uh, was against Boston. So it's like, all right, like, because I'm sure some people will be like, hey, well, is Chris Paul coming back? Is that messing them up? They also played pretty tough competition. You would expect them to at least be able to come back and get back on the right track tonight. But for some reason, the shots are just not falling against the Houston Rockets. We'll see if they can turn it around in the second half. But they're going to need a big, big effort as they trail by 19. Uh, in Philadelphia, Wes, it looks like we're about to wrap things up there. Under a minute to go, mm-hmm. Sixers up by 20 as uh, Philadelphia just kind of had the efficient night. Yeah. Harden was the facilitator, and Bede was the score. Yeah, Harden uh, over 21 and a half is going to fall a half short. He had one shot. They, they left him in at the six-minute timeout until the next timeout, and he had one shot, didn't go in. So Sixer is going to get the big dub here, 123 to 103. Total, by the way, still in the balance, 229, 229 and a half, I believe. Whose ball is that going to be? I think uh, I think Sacramento might get one more crack at this to try to see if they can match 229. I believe this is going to be King's ball, but this is going to yeah. be the Sixers' victory. Yeah, it'll definitely be Sixers' victory. Actually, yeah. it is Sixers' ball, so now this is uh, – or no, it is, it is King's ball. I think ball. it's King's ball. It is King's ball. Okay, I saw the guy stepping on the end line. I was wondering yeah. what he was doing, <laughs> but – because having a conversation, I guess. Yeah, this and this is going to be no good. So this game going to hang under the total one twenty three to one oh three. Nice twenty point win Somebody, for the Sixers. going to do something? Uh oh. I think I, I, <laughs> no, I, I, I think something. I think this guy is going to miss, and he went for a two anyway. So oh, okay. <laughs> rebound. Sixers win one twenty three one oh three. There's always that one person that's always up to doing some shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, yeah, no. 
ended up uh, going under the total there. So Sixers get the dub. Um, real quick, my buddy Michael Lombardi, host of the uh, GM Shuffle that I hosted with him, also host of the Lombardi line here on Vison, attended the Sixers game tonight. Oh, nice. Yeah, he's a big Sixers fan. So uh, I'm sure if you've listened to any of Michael's platforms, you know that he's a Are we going to get some uh, NBA talk on the GM Shuffle? Sometimes we squeeze a little bit in there. We, we keep it straight to the football. It, it all depends on the yeah. mood Michael is in. Sometimes depends, he's yeah. loving talking NBA, exactly. and then if they go on a losing streak, he doesn't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah. Joel Embiid is always under the microscope for Michael Lombardi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh, Sixers get the dub tonight. Hopefully Lombardi had a good time out there in Philly. We'll be back with more on the other side. This is v Live Bet Tonight. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abemafe and Wes Reynolds live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIM, the Sports Betting Network. Fall sports are in full swing, and Bet Rivers Online Sportsbook is your home for all the latest lines, odds, and boosts. Whether you're a soccer, football, hockey, or basketball fan, Bet Rivers has you covered. Join us every week for new promotions like our Tuesday Hockey First Call Insurance, Friday Night College Football Bet Plus Get, Sunday Football Parlay Insurance, and more. Bet Rivers is calling all soccer fans to head to BetRivers.com to check out our World Cup Daily Bet and Get. It's a whole new game. Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet Tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We're hanging out here at the Circa Resort and Casino in downtown Las Vegas. And joining us now, like he does each and every week, our buddy Matt Grill, DraftKings Trading Manager, to talk a little college football. Matt, we appreciate your time as always. And let's get right into it. The bowl season is here. It kicks off Friday afternoon, and you guys actually put up some special props. I'm looking at my app right now. You guys have some bowl game specials. So these are some conference win totals for the entire conference of their bowl games in this bowl season, how many wins that they would get. Uh, What led to you guys putting this market up, and how did you go about making these numbers for each conference and a conference win total as a whole? Yeah, hey guys, thanks for having me on. So yeah, you know, bowl season, what used to be the most wonderful time of year, now might be the most confusing time of the year, trying to <laughs> figure out what's going on with all these guys moving around, so it's tough to keep up with. But yeah, uh, we did this last year, it's a fun prop, just kind of, you know, if you follow a certain conference, you can bet over under wins by the, uh, by the teams in that conference for every, all 10 conferences and the independents. So uh, but do, making this number is really similar to making season win totals. You kind of go through with the, with the current spreads of each game, assign a win percentage, and you add them up and kind of go from there. I haven't heard if ESPN is doing the uh, Feast Week ad that's yet. The, it's the most wonderful time <laughs> yeah. of the year because they always that do that for uh, Capital One Bowl Week. Mm-hmm. That's what it used to be called anyway. But, uh, uh, Matt, a lot of movement at least. I mean, I know it's kind of been benign the last couple days, but you, you see some of these like minor bowls, and I want to uh, focus on a couple of them. And one where the move happened yesterday and that was uh, East Carolina and Coastal Carolina. That's the Birmingham Bowl down in Birmingham, Alabama, Tuesday the 27th. How high did you guys reach in terms of the price at DraftKings when it was announced Grayson McCall was going into the portal? But then the second part of the tweet was, by the way, I'm going to play the game. Yeah, case in point right there, just trying to figure out all this stuff you know, in real time. So I think we got up to 13 and a half. Uh, Coastal Carolina's backup, he was also arrested, so he wasn't an option, so they would have been down to the third or fourth stringer again. So McCall coming back was big. That immediately bumped the game right back down to eight, eight and a half, nine range where it was before that. So, But again, you know, these guys go in the portal, they come back, happened with Jay Kaner last year with Fresno State. So, And you saw it today again. 
you're probably going to bring this one up, Res, the Western Kentucky game against South Alabama, where Austin Reed announced he was transferring. He was in the portal. That line went from around pick him up to eight. He announced today he's coming back to play for Western Kentucky, assuming here he's going to play in the bowl, and this game is back down to four currently. Yeah, and, and Femi, that's a good point that Matt brings up about the backup quarterback because I, I was actually looking at a game today. It's uh, on the Saturday slate in the New Mexico Bowl. BYU and SMU, the anticipation is that Jaron Hall is not going to play with that angle injury he suffered against Stanford. Oh, by the way, the number two quarterbacks already transferred to Arizona State. So this is going to be, you've got three redshirt freshmen, I believe, for BYU as an option against SMU on Saturday. <laughs> That's the interesting part of this bowl season. We're speaking with Matt Grill, the trading manager over at DraftKings. And Matt, we're talking a little bit about it uh, before we got back on the air here. But just the whole uncertainty of this bowl season, as you mentioned as well, as as, as the bookmakers, do you guys like this, or do you see that it almost sometimes makes betters a little bit apprehensive to get into the market? Like, what's your guys' read on this whole thing? Because it's only going to go more and more as we go down the line with more guys opting out or transferring or whatnot, going to the NFL draft. What, what do you guys make of all this with bowl season being so chaotic? Yeah, it's really just become a race to, to information and correct information. So kind of sifting through what's out there. Like you guys just mentioned, maybe you read the first tweet. There was a reaction. There was a second tweet. There was a, another reaction. So uh, it's just it makes it difficult on us, no doubt, it's just, especially now with the 24-7 news cycle, so just keeping up with everything. Uh, you know, bowl season used to be a reward for these kids, and everyone played, and, you know, it was kind of a you know layback for us, and we just have to kind of book 40 games the rest of the year. Now it's keeping up with all the rest of this. Matt, in terms of what we've seen so far, whether it's been opt-outs or suspensions or coaching changes, what have you, all the things that we now have to handicap in bowl season, what has been the biggest mover for you guys so far? I think it was that that South Alabama West Kentucky game I had mentioned where that was Pickham and that had moved all the way to eight before the the new news hit. But a bunch of these have moved around a touchdown. I think Tennessee Clemson, you know, that was open up around three. That's up to to seven and kind of. Uh, wafting there a little bit with around that six snap seven number you know there i think tennessee's top two receivers are out some of the clemson clemson d linemen they're not gonna be playing so that one might end up unfortunately like the michigan state uh baylor game last year where uh pickett was out um i'm sorry pitt pitt and michigan state last year work kenneth walker was out pickett was mm -hmm. out it was just kind of a bunch of backups playing so you're trying your best to assess that so it makes it can make it really difficult well, Matt, let's get to some of the games on Saturday before we get. We'll close with some of the Friday games that are coming up here. But I wanted to ask you about Florida and Oregon State. This is another one of those interesting games that's impacted by opt-outs. We see Gators, a number of guys, Anthony Richardson, the quarterback, being the most noteworthy going to the NFL draft. Oregon State now up to 10-point favorites, total 52-and-a-half. It's happening here in Las Vegas at Allegiant Stadium. Um, what do you guys make of this game, and how's the, the betting action been behind the window there? Yeah, this game opened around five and a half, and you know immediately it was kind of seen that Anthony Richardson was probably not going to play. That pushed it up. I think it was on last Tuesday to seven and a half, and then just kept going. It really had no breaks on it till it reached about eleven. So it got to eleven. There was some resistance, back to ten now, and a little bit of kind of more equalized betting there. People kind of catching up to the information because I think a lot of people at face value they're seeing Florida and SEC school getting double digits against. Oregon State of all schools, a Pac-12 school. So if you're not doing your research, there's a lot of people that might bet these things without knowing the information behind the numbers. Matt, let's look at the first game actually on Saturday. That is going to be in Fenway Park, uh, the Fenway Bowl <laughs> between Louisville and Cincinnati. Scott Satterfield not going to coach this game, even though he has now taken the Cincinnati job and left Louisville 
Uh, Mikhail, Malik Cunningham not going to go for Louisville. Ben Bryant we know is out for the season, so we got battle of the backup quarterbacks with Evan Prater and Brock Dolman. Uh, what have you seen so far on this game between Louisville and Cincinnati? Yeah, this game's been pretty quiet, just kind of right around pick. You know, I think both teams have been favored by one at certain points in time. So, and you're right, again, you know, the, the totals come way down with, with being both backup quarterbacks. I think we're down to 41 here. So playing in the cold, playing in those weird confines, I think it might be one of those games where they're both in the same sideline. So you see a total that's, that's kind of been inching down here. Should be kind of a low-scoring game without uh, both starting quarterbacks. How about the Jimmy Kimmel L.A. Bowl between Washington State and Fresno State? This will be Saturday afternoon. And right now, the most recent number at DraftKings, Washington State three-point underdogs, total 53-and-a-half. One of those classic uh, Mountain West versus Pac-12 games that should be pretty fun. Yeah, good game here at SoFi. This game started out three the other way with Washington State favorites. It moved all the way to a three-point favorite to Fresno. So uh, we saw a little bit of resistance at three with uh, people taking back Washington State. Some of the books have gone all the way to three and a half and kind of broken through that three barrier. Uh, we do have a little bit of an opinion on Washington State here, so I don't want to go to three and a half quite yet. Mm -hmm. We'll kind of see where the sharp money comes in closer to, the, to kickoff time here. Uh, Matt, uh, real, real quick on a Friday game, too. That is, uh, we have two games on Friday, by the way. The Bahamas Bowl, the always windy Bahamas Bowl, by the way, in Thomas Robinson Stadium. That's why you see a total of 44 and 44 and a half. But I want to talk about the Cure Bowl. This is actually on paper. For those of us that focus on the non-Power Fives, two 11 and two teams, it's actually probably one of the better games. Uh, Troy against UTSA. Troy's been taking all the money so far. Yeah, like you mentioned, West great match between some small schools. So we got the CUSA champion versus the Sunbelt champion here. So uh, almost, you know, too bad it kicks off right away. But as a, a kind of an appetizer for the rest of the Bulls, we got a real good one here. So South Alabama comes in. I think they're kind of this the really hot team. You've seen them blow out Coastal Carolina, blow out some of their last couple opponents. So UTSA, though, not too shabby. They've been doing the same thing, kind of taking care of opponents quite easily. So this, this your guess is as good as mine, this one. So you're right, South Alabama mm -hmm. right now pointing that favor, but really could go either way. Well, Matt, we got a minute left. What's your guess on the Bahamas Bowl that Wes mentioned there, Miami of Ohio and UAB? Hey, lots of people been fading the Mac for a lot, a lot of years in the bowl game, so <laughs> I'm definitely one of them. Uh, so just keep that in mind. Always maybe the line's a little bit shaded against the Mac teams. They've performed very poorly in the bowls the last 10, 15 years. Yeah, so you, I'll take all eight with UAB there if I had to, yeah. UAB, uh, Trent Dilfer not taking over in this game yet for the <laughs> yeah. Blazers, but he is going to be the new head coach for the UAB program. Doing a little bit of scouting. It's interesting that we see sometimes these conferences that will get reputation of performing poorly, and mm -hmm. the MAC has one of those reputations. The Pac-12 had it a little bit too for a short time, but they've been a little bit better this year. Hey, uh, guys, uh, what, one more interesting bowl bet we're going to have on days that have one or more bowls every time. There's going to be a daily bowl salami. We're calling it the Bowloni. So you can bet in the total <laughs> of all the games scored in the bowls for that given day. Should be fun. Oh, nice. Love that. <laughs> Absolutely a fun love that. way to get exactly. people involved. Absolutely. Yeah, it gives you a nice little sweat throughout the entire day. He is yep. Matt Grill, the trading manager over at DraftKings. Matt, we appreciate the time, and we will talk to you next week as we get some of the uh, more marquee bowls on the schedule. But take care, Matt. We'll talk to you later. Thanks, guys. Thank you, Matt. Uh, fun stuff, as always, there from Matt Grill there. Interesting. He has, they're taking a position on Washington State. They don't mm -hmm. want to go to three and a half with that game. There was a yeah, lot of money Fresno has been getting a lot of the early money. Yeah, no. DraftKings says not so fast. We'll discuss more of that on the other side as well as some college hoops here on VSIN Live Bet Tonight.
What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. Everyone, please welcome Coach John Calipari. We're getting beat by 18. My first game in Kentucky. They're saying, Cal's a bust. He can't coach. This is crazy. John Wall runs down the floor and makes a buzzer beater. Yep. You remember that, John? That's my first game win I ever made. Remember you said you never seen me do that. Ladies and gentlemen, DeMarcus Boogie Cousins. I called Boogie. I'm like, yo, bro, I'm about to commit to Duke. And I hung up on him. <laughs> Bro, I'm talking about, do you want to tell me how many times he called me all type of names? Bro, you really sold me out. You doing this. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was sick. I remember that like yesterday, man. Love you, John Wall. Thanks, Coach. Love you, too. You made me everything I am today. Nah, you made me. You made me. I love it. Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. It wasn't even supposed to be That's my day. <laughs> Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. Thank you. This is VSIM Live Bet Tonight with Femi Abebefe and Wes Reynolds, live from the Circus Sportsbook on VSIN, the sports betting network. Welcome back. This segment of VSIN Live Bet Tonight is presented by Zen Nicotine Pouches, the surprisingly simple way to enjoy nicotine. Look, most nicotine products are either too complicated to use or don't provide the satisfaction that you're looking for. But Zen Nicotine Pouches, they might surprise you. Zen is made with six simple ingredients and is completely tobacco leaf free. Plus, it offers up to one hour of nicotine satisfaction per pouch. Buy Zen online or find a store near you at zen.com. That's Z-Y-N.com. Today, warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. 
Welcome back. This is VEASAN Live Bet tonight. Femi Abebefe alongside Wes Reynolds. We just had our buddy Matt Grill on from DraftKings, the trading manager. We appreciate his time, as always, uh, providing us some good information, talking a little bit about some college football bowl games mm -hmm. later on this weekend and week, I should say, since Friday is the kickoff of bowl season. We'll discuss more of that coming up later on in the third hour. But right now in the NBA, Wes, we have a close game in the second quarter. Shouldn't be a surprise since we're still in the early goings, but the New Orleans Pelicans lead the Utah Jazz 36-35. New Orleans length two and a half, so right around where the number closed there for the spread. Total 232 and a half, which is right around where the total closed. So after the fast-scoring early portion of that first yeah. quarter, we've kind of come back down to earth. Yeah, Zion Williamson uh, leading all scorers, at least on the – actually, on all on both sides uh, – 12 points in the first quarter, Love so uh, very, Love very it. good start. Five of seven shooting. Laurie Markkinen back in the lineup, 10 points for the Jazz, so 37 to 35. 821 left to go, though, so still, I think, very much on overpace for this ball game. How often have you been playing the Zion uh, points props? I've only played it basically a couple times in, in the last couple weeks, but... You know, decided to ride it again against the Jazz team that kind of has come back to earth a little bit after that hot start. And, uh, you know, going on the road here, uh, I think uh, the first uh, of the road trip for New Orleans. See, I didn't necessarily want to play New Orleans mm -hmm. off that spot where they just swept the Phoenix Suns, who, of course, they went to the playoffs with a really good six-game series, eventually won by Phoenix. But... So I didn't want to play New Orleans in that way, but I thought another play to way to play New Orleans, if you like that, was to play through a prop, was to play with Zion Williamson, that he was going to have a big game, and so far so good. Uh, 7.55 left to go in the first half. Pelicans minus 3.5, minus $1.20, 2 on the total. I, I just I find it interesting because Zion, I believe on opening night, I remember I bet an alternate over on his points prop. And that was to be about like 25 and yeah. a half or around there. So like, I think the normal number was like 22 yeah. and a half, 21 and a half. So it's interesting to see like how his number has continued to grow more and more throughout the season. Are we going to get to a point to where Zion is maybe regularly priced at 28 and a half, 29 well, and a they, half? They finally started to do that with uh, Shea Gilgis Alexander of yeah, the Oklahoma had, City Thunder. <laughs> I, I had a few on him, a few pros on him and some points over earlier in the season. Then they finally... And and that's the thing. That's what you got to catch with these props, you know, because it usually takes – because one game can always be an anomaly. Yeah. Then it turns into two games and three games and four games. And, some, you know, they don't always adjust necessarily right away mm -hmm. after one game. But they'll start adjusting after a few games, you know, if all of a sudden, you know, like an SGA is putting, you know, well over 30 points up a few straight games, then you have to move the number. And especially somebody like Zion, who is a popular player to begin with, yeah. has a very high Stars profile. are always going to have a tax anyway. He's going to have probably even a little bit of extra tax because he's kind of that one-name guy that everybody really just, like, gravitates towards and might be the next big deal star in the NBA uh, alongside some other guys like Giannis and Luca, of course, but I'm just I'm fascinated to kind of track this over the next couple of weeks because, like you mentioned, if he's started to figure some things out, mm -hmm. whew, like this thing can really take off for the New Orleans Pelicans. And right now he's playing pretty well, but they are tied up at 38 early on here in the second quarter. Milwaukee looks like they're going to go ahead and take care of business against Golden State, 121-102, less than three minutes to play. Bucks lay 18 and a half. 
Uh, I don't believe we're going to see Giannis the rest yeah. of the way unless something really got hairy and Golden State maybe knocked down a few three-pointers and then Budenholzer wants to go ahead and put him back out there. You know what uh, Millie, Milwaukee means, don't you? Well, what does it mean? From the word Milwaukee, which is Algonquin for the good land. <laughs> Didn't you ever see Wayne's World? I actually saw it way back when I was, I think I was too yeah. young yeah. To, to actually like comprehend was, what uh, was going on. Uh, Alice Cooper's line, and then he goes, and did you know it was the only major American city to elect three socialist mayors? <laughs> and then Mike Myers, I was not aware of that. <laughs> I got to go back and watch Wayne's World. Yes. Because I, I think I saw, I was too young. I was, I think I was like seven years old yeah. or something. And I, yeah, like, <laughs> I mean, you know, when you were older like me, you obviously saw it like on the Saturday Night Live bit. And yeah. I'm guessing probably the most successful movie uh, that was based off an SNL bit. Oh, 100%. I mean, yeah, it was like a legitimate, because I guess that was my first introduction to yeah. Wayne's World, was through yeah. the movie. It wasn't even through like, Saturday Night Live. Like, it was a box office hit. It wasn't like, you know, Night at the Roxbury or MacGruber, those movies which bombed. I, I, a Night at the Roxbury. So... <laughs> I have a take. <laughs> I, I hadn't seen it like when it was like really at the height of its popularity. Mm -hmm. And I went and saw it for the first time when I was in college. Uh, I found a way to acquire it digitally uh, back way back when. <laughs> Might have been uh, not the safest thing to do. But uh, I went ahead and downloaded it and I watched the movie. And it's about 90 minutes or so. And I honestly thought it was the worst movie I'd ever seen in my life. Mm -hmm. And... I was I'm at this time I think I'm probably like it, 22 it, it was an awful movie and that's the thing about atrocious. these SNL bits like it was a good SNL bit with Chris Kattan and Will Ferrell as the cheesy dudes at the club yeah. that are trying to like grind and dance with them and they're bad dancers and they're total geeks that think they're cool but to do like 90 minutes or two hours of it I can handle yeah. a five minute segment with yes. like Tom Hanks as the their 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 buddy or Jim Carrey you know somebody that's like the guest host and it makes it even funnier mm -hmm. can't do two hours of that i thought it was absolutely atrocious yeah it's not and like, and like when i was in middle school and high school a lot of my friends would reference the movie and like they're like oh it's so fun and funny and this and that and i was like god i gotta see this movie and i watched it, i was like what the hell were they talking yeah about? yeah <laughs> now they were obviously they were younger so i don't know if i maybe was too old mm -hmm. when i first saw it maybe it's like i needed to be younger or something like that but i one of the worst movies I've ever bad. seen. Yeah, I was like, this is supposed to be funny. This is terrible. Uh, but moving along, <laughs> that was my night at the Roxbury take. Uh, we have a game that's about to tip off in about 10 minutes out in La La Land, the second half of our national TV window doubleheader, Celtics-Lakers finals preview. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> Boston, though, might get there. The Celtics right now laying four points in L.A., total 236.5 over at DraftKings. Lakers plus 145 on the money line. Yeah, Celtics, by the way, have been on the road since December 2nd. Uh, they, they, of course, won the two on the road in the Eastern Conference against the Nets and the Raptors. Then they destroyed the Suns last Wednesday, but then on Saturday got bombed by the Warriors where a lot of people, I mean, they were laying points on the road at Golden State. And and never even in the game, really, in the second half, 123-107. Then the Clippers lowered the boom on them last night, or uh, excuse me, yeah, Monday night, actually, 113-93. So then it's like, man, you know, the Clippers, maybe when they play everybody, that's why everybody, the Clippers are kind of like that carrot yeah. that they dangle in front of you. I, cause I ain't buying it. I, I don't think <laughs> I am either. I, I know our man John Von Tobel is yeah. all aboard the Clippers bandwagon, but it's like, Man, can you do that seven games in the playoffs? 
I mean, yeah. I don't even know if they're going to play seven games consecutively in the regular season. <laughs> I would be stunned. You know, necessarily. Is. But Celtics, this is the last game <laughs> on the road trip. They've already won three, so I'm sure they'd like to go four and two before they return to face Orlando on Friday night. But uh, uh, Lakers uh, been playing a little bit better basketball mm-hmm. lately. Uh, certainly weren't the drag that they have been. Uh, had that tough OT loss in Philly and then closed out the road trip on Sunday with a win over the Pistons. So Lakers did go, I believe, uh, what they go three and two or three and three on that road trip that included a win over the Milwaukee Bucks. But you know, when you when you get that when you get that first game back, that's what always. Now the Clippers were in that spot on Monday. Mm-hmm. You get that first game back from the road trip, and they lowered the boom on Boston. But I don't know if the Lakers can do the same. This is might be one that I in game or do something like that, but. Total has really risen, by the way, up all the way up to 237 Feels at a high few for a spots. So, uh, you know, just looking, uh, I believe, uh, yeah, same injuries. I think it's just because LeBron and AD were ruled as probable. So, uh, you know, looking at the starting lineups for that game, of course, Williams and Horford still out. So, C's go at the small lineup. Marcus Smart, Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Blake Griffin for the Lake Show, Schroeder, Beverly, Lonnie Walker, the fourth, LeBron, and AD. Do you maybe look at an AD? Points prop over with the smaller Boston lineup. Uh, you know, maybe that's a maybe that's a points and rebounds, a p a pr prop there. Yeah, yeah. Points plus rebounds. Uh, that that's what you'd want to look at. Obviously, these are high though tonight. If that yeah. if those numbers are right, what was it? Twenty seven and a half. Twelve and a half. Yep. Yeah, but but I mean, look, is Blake Griffin going to have a chance against AD down low? Hell no. No. I mean, if I were playing that, and I'm not going to bet it, but I would lean to the over. Yeah. Anthony Davidson, he's really started to come on to his own. Um, right back to that form that we saw in the bubble when the Lakers won the championship. Unfortunately, the rest of the team is not as good. So, Lakers kind of being a middling team, but maybe they'll have a pretty good effort tonight against the Celtics. All right, that does it for hour number one. We'll be back hour number two next here on Visa Live Bet Tonight. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford. Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health, but by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great Thank conversation. You. 
Are you looking to step up to a 4K smart TV? One that gives you unparalleled clarity and picture resolution? Then we've got good news for you because the Vizio 65-inch V-Series 4K smart TV is now just $348. With all your favorite apps built in, you can stream straight out of the box. You can even sing along to all your favorite music and radio on the iHeartRadio app. Looking for a smaller or bigger screen? Vizio offers unbeatable prices on all V-Series 4K smart TVs. Head to Walmart.com today and score the 4K TV you've been waiting for.